What is up, Sheepdog Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Sheepdog Nation podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. Today's episode, what we're going to be talking about is spouses. This is going to be a very um, opinionated, as always, topic because um, I have a lot to say on both sides of the spectrum. Um, with spouses. I think I have to say this. So um, I'm very fortunate and lucky enough to run a private um, Leo only group called the Sheepdog Family. The doors are closed, but they will be reopening in July. Um, and it's that's actually going to be a six month program. So keep your eyes and ears open for it. And, and I get um, with that, with my podcast, with my social media presence, with me being a police officer and my husband being a police officer and all of our friends, you know, being cops and stuff, like I have this really unique, um, kind of behind the scenes and on both sides of the spectrum. Um, I have this like really unique, like, I don't like, um, experience, um, that I want to like share and I want to talk about this. So, because, um, I've done some research, I've looked around, I've seen a lot of people talk about a lot of things. Um, I myself wrote an article about it, 10 things you, um, should know about cops or whatever, or, um, and stuff like that for the spouses and shit like that. Um, and I also talked about like what it's like to be a, a police spouse, but I, I need to have a, we need to have an updated conversation because that was well over a year ago. So we need to have an updated conversation um, about this. And I think that this is like a really heated, hot topic. Uh, we all know that the uh, divorce rate in law enforcement is rather high. We know that. And so, um, you know, why, right? Why? Well, the first thing that I, I'm going to speak to the civilians at this moment or Anybody who, maybe not even civilians, even maybe you could be a cop, but I'm going to just ask you this. Are you sure that you want to date or marry a police officer? Are you fucking sure about that? And I, and the reason I'm asking you this is I'm hard. I am so hard. I I am hard to be with and I know that. I am... I am alpha and I am emotional and I, um, you know, it's hard. I'm a woman, but I, you know, honestly, the truth is, is, and this kind of happens with a lot of the more squared away females is we kind of take on some male traits, um, which can be very, it can be like, not threatening, but kind of threatening for some people. Um, you know, uh, you're, I, if you're going to be with a cop, like you have to understand the dynamics. You have to understand our attitudes. Do you want to be with somebody? Like, do, are you ready to embrace being with somebody who talks shop all the time? As many, as much as I tell you not to and anybody else, any, you know, s- specialists or whatever the hell, um, not specialists. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, I know you're probably saying the name, like yelling at me right now. Um, experts. As much as the experts say, and I tell you too, you know, not to do that, you're going to. You're going to talk shop. Like I talk shop. I, I, I can tell you, my husband and I, we talk shop all the time. And hell, I'm just a part time. You know, now I drop down to part time, which anybody who doesn't understand what part time police work is, 
that's not like a part-time job. It's not 20 hours a week. It's literally whenever, you know, whenever I can make time and I get up there, like that's, that's how it goes. So like, I'm not even doing the job full-time and we still talk shop all the time. And, um, we have, we've created a very healthy balance around it. We check each other, but we talk shop. Like, are you ready for that? Are you ready for like this job, this career to become extremely overwhelming and kind of like take over your life. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for your, you know, the person that you're going to be with, whether it's male or female, like, are you prepared for them to be up close and personal with the opposite sex? And like, are you able to trust them? Are you that secure in yourself? You need to ask yourself this because you know, it's a, it, that's something, you know, my husband and I, we went through um, even before, we, way before we were married. I'm a female. Both of my FTOs were males. And so like I spent how many hours? 40, 50, 60 hours a week in the same cruiser with these guys. And we got very close, not in an inappropriate way at all. But they they became like my brothers. They became like my family. And you know, like I can tell you to this day, my first FTO, that guy could call me for, and it doesn't matter. I'm there. It does. It would not matter. That guy has left such an impression in my life. Um, you know, it wouldn't matter. He probably doesn't even know that, but that's, you know, that's hashtag loyalty, right? So, but, but are you prepared for that? Can you handle that? You know, are, can you be prepared for your spouse to be that FTO and to train, the opposite sex. Like these are real discussions, real like thoughts you need to have in your head. Are you prepared to, you know, be alone like all the time? You know, the thing about a police spouse and like nobody talks to you about this is like you've got to be very independent. And I'm gonna tell you this, you know, that was a shift for me. Like I I'm extremely independent, but when I'm in a relationship with somebody, like I want to be with them, right? Maybe you're like that. Maybe you're not. I don't know. And so it was a really big shift when um, Adam, you know, when he was just, when he was just a trooper and I was, you know, I was just a cop, like we both, we were young and we both, we actually lucked out. We worked the same exact schedule, four on, two off. And um, I actually lucked out and got my days off and his days off were lined up. And so things were like really cool because on his four days, he worked. He worked, you know, sometimes he'd work eight hours, sometimes 12, sometimes 16. I worked the same exact thing. We just worked all the time. But our two days off were our days off and we spent them together. However, that is probably not going to be your life. You know, I, that is, that was a very rare situation. The universe totally had my back on that. Um, this was my prayer. <laughs> um and so like you need to ask yourself that as a as a male or a female like looking to date um a police officer like they're going to be gone and when you need to, you need to be prepared like when they get that call when they get the text they're gone like their heads aren't even home anymore like are you going to be prepared for that and it, and it's going to take a while for that to wear off you know for the job to get old and for them to be able to put that into perspective it's going to take a while are you prepared for that like these are real questions and don't think, don't do this. Do not think that you're going to get with this person and you're going to change them. That is the number one biggest fucking mistake, especially when you're trying to date a cop. You won't change them. You won't. Hell, I'm here trying to help cops better themselves. I'm not really trying to change them. 
you know, for the worse for them, I'm trying to help them out. Right. <laughs> and you guys are all still stubborn as fuck. So, you know, like, don't think you're going to get into a relationship, especially with a cop and change them. Cause you're not, you, you know, you gotta, you're gonna realize kind of what it's like to feel number, like you're number two, because the job is so overwhelming. I don't even know what else to tell you. And like, you need to, you really need to ask yourself, can I handle this? Can you handle guns? Can you handle a lot of your off time is going to be working out doing jujitsu or any kind of self-defense and it's going to be shooting guns and it's going to be shining boots and pressing uniforms. And, you know, like, are you prepared for that? Like, that's kind of a cop's life. Are can you handle that? Like, what is your family like? What's your background like? Are you prepared to walk that line? You you don't get to go and be this crazy motherfucker anymore who drinks a little bit too much, maybe who smokes some pot, who whatever, whatever. Like you don't get to be that person anymore because you are a reflection of that police officer. So are you prepared to walk that line? Are you prepared to support them in a way that you have never even imagined supporting somebody because these people, police officers, they go through some of the most, um, you know, in-depth emotional trauma um, that anybody goes through. And, the, uh, you know, we are not, we are not taught how to cope with that. You know, we are not taught the tools typically to deal with it. Like, are you, are you prepared to deal with that? Like, are you prepared to be that person's, you know, everything? And are you prepared to be judged? Are you prepared to be judged by everybody and have your mom or your dad or your your spouse, like not your spouse, like your friends, your sisters, you know, be like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so, he's always working. She's always working. Jeez, you're really number two. Jeez, how do you, how do you deal with that? Like how, how do you, you know, oh my God, you know, on and on and on. Like, are you prepared to deal with that? <laughs> I mean, that sucks too, you know? And I, I just think why it's like why why are we having this conversation? Well, because I think that spouses, people who are dating cops, people who are not married yet, and you just been with a police officer, you're just getting with a police officer. Like I'm just not sure you fully understand it. Are you prepared to go and be around police officers? You know, when your officer is off duty, and like, are you prepared to handle that culture? Our culture is different. You know, like I, I'm going to tell you this. So um, there happens to be a coworker of mine that, um, and it's a girl and she is just starting, she's a police officer and she's just starting to date this guy and they're both very religious. Um, and I would say, uh, very like reserved, right? Like where I'm not reserved at all. And I'm, I am not religious. I am very spiritual and we're going to get into that in a whole different topic, uh, podcast. And anyways, and so like my, even though like I have a, like strong morals and shit like that, like I'm, I'm a little bit more on the crazy fun side, right? I'm definitely, you know, I, 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 I I'm fine. Like I tried that line. Hello, I'm a cop. Right. But like, I like to have a good time. Well, so her, This new man that she's, you know, dating is very much, like I said, reserved, very religious, never been around cops. And, and so like when he comes and he's with all of us, he's very, very, very different. And (laughs) 
you know, I'm kind of like, really? Like, you know, do you think that he can handle that? Like, I've talked to her about it and she's just like, I hope so. You know, I really like him and I want him to. But that, but so like taking them even out of the equation, like her out of the equation, like I just want him to understand. I want all the spouses to fully understand, at least get a heads up because you're not going to understand until you experience it. But like, I just want you to be fully understanding about what you're getting yourself into. I mean, the whole, the whole mindset, the whole culture, especially today where like, we're really not liked by everybody. You're going to get judged by a lot of people, people in your family, people are going to come out of the woodwork. They're going to talk to you about cops and they know that you're dating cops. They're going to tell you all this shit, talk so much shit about cops. They're going to tell you about every single time they've been pulled over, what that cop did, how cops are fucked up and And then they're going to start asking you if, like, you can help them get out of a ticket. And then they're going to say, oh, well, whoever your officer is, tell them not to pull me over and blah, blah. Like, it gets, it's a lot. It is a lot. It never goes away. It is a lifestyle. And so as the spouse, my message to you in this podcast, and if you're an officer and you can let somebody listen to this that it might help them out, hand it over to them. My message for the, you know, for the spouse or the person who, you know, is thinking about dating a cop. And listen, even you could be a cop. You could be a cop and you could be like, you know, do you want to date another cop? Because all this shit is, I'm telling you, like, you don't get away from it. Take it from me. I'm married to a cop, right? Cops, like we're we're married to each other, right? And and it's good and it's bad. It, it is. And we tell each other that all the time. Like, it's good. We get each other. I get it. You know, he doesn't have to ex- go into fucking depth. And he doesn't, you know, I get it. He doesn't have, when something's a big deal, he doesn't ever have to tell me it's a big deal. I already know it. When we're in conversation, when we're telling each other stories, like we get each other's language. That is like very helpful. I know he needs his time when he needs his time. He knows what I need my time. There's no questions. Um, and we, you know, we have guns all over our house. We're very pro-gun people. We love that. That does not offend either one of us. We both carry all the time. It doesn't offend either one of us. We enjoy doing the hobbies together, the culture. We enjoy the culture together. Um, and when we go out, we're we are the same. We're we're on the same sheet of paper. That being said, sometimes it can be overwhelming. It can be too much. Sometimes we talk too much shop. Sometimes it's like fuck. I want to get away from the job, and like you remind me of the job because you're on it. And like holy cow, sometimes you know we've said it together. We've been like, gee, sometimes. You know, it would be good to have somebody around who's not so, you know, involved in law enforcement because then maybe like it'd be like a good anchor to like civilian life. You know, we've talked about that. So there's pros and cons to each of that. Sometimes there's an ego trip, (laughs) you know, who's the better cop? Like it's kind of a joke, but it's kind of not, but it kind of is. You know, some people go through that. So just be asking yourself these questions now. On the flip side, now I'm going to talk to my cops for a minute. Sheepdogs, here's the deal, okay? There, I I know, and I could make this two different episodes, but I'm not. I'm making this one um, because it's a lot of good content. I don't want to make you to, I don't want anybody to wait. I really want you guys to hear this shit because um, I think it can make a big difference. Sheepdogs, um, so here's the deal is I need to know something. At what time, at what part in your career, did it become okay for you to start fucking treating your spouse like shit, resenting them, not wanting to spend time with them and being pissed off when they want to spend time with you? At what point in your career did your spouse just become not good enough? I need to know that. Listen, 
the job is the job and it's not going away, right? Like you, you're going to have the job. The job's cool. It's all these things. You, you can you can be successful and you can be a badass cop and be a damn good wife or fucking husband. And don't get it twisted. In fact, I'm going to tell you this. I respect somebody who is a really good leader but is an even better husband, wife, and mom and dad or dad. That's the and, not or, right? So I respect somebody like that because that means they got their shit together. That means they they have their priorities straight. And I think, I think as cops, you know, it's easy for us to get our, our priorities out of whack. It's easy for us to think our spouses don't want what's best for us because they're on, it seems like we're both on our own sheet of music. But the truth is, is like, there's just no communication going on or there's no understanding. There's, um, you know, not enough give and take. There's too much give or there's too much take from one side. And I, I really want you to take a step back because I can say that as a police officer, we tend to take from our relationships more than we give. And it's true. It's, it's, you know, the job demands a lot from us. Society demands a lot from us. That's not our fault. But what is our fault is not taking responsibility for it, not taking a step back and and seeing it and realizing it and understanding the toll that it is taking on our families, on our spouses. You know, like I said in the beginning, I mean, it is no secret that cops have a hard time staying married. And, and I think this is why. And I think at some point we start thinking like, oh, they, they don't want us to succeed. They don't want me to work all the time. You know, she doesn't want me to work all the time. She wants me home. Well, I don't want to be home. I love being a cop and nothing's going to come between me being a cop. She just doesn't understand me anymore. Right. And like we, and we tell those stories in our head instead of, you know what? They love me here. She loves me so much. They just want me to stay safe. They see all this shit on social media and the news about all these cops getting killed. And, you know, like, can you blame your spouse for wanting to spend time with you? You know, and and listen, like, you know, one thing I'm just going to say is I'm not and I'm going to just I'm going to say this. I am not a relationship expert. No, I'm not. It's, you know, I'm in one. <laughs> I've been with Adam for almost seven years, um, but I'm not a relationship expert. But here's what I can say from, you know, being on the inside and the outside from having the opportunity to talk to a lot of sheepdogs and their spouses. I mean, a lot of spouses reach out to me. A lot of sheepdogs reach out to me. I think that we really kind of get on this whole like misunderstanding. I think we just really start misunderstanding each other. And then what happens is we create these stories in our heads. And the story in our heads always puts us and our backs against the wall. And it always puts us as us against, you know, it's us against the world. We're fighting everybody. That's how it always, it's what the stories in our heads always cause us to do. But I just want to say this to you, okay? Sheepdog, I really want you to take a step back. And I really want you to ask yourself these hard questions, these deep ones. If you're in a, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage I mean, if this person really doesn't want the best from you and like wants you to quit your job and and for all the, you know, wrong reasons, okay, because sometimes, you, you know, we get eaten up from the job and it completely changes us. What the spouse thinks is that they're going to take away the job and it's going to fix you and you're going to go back to normal. Sometimes that happens. 
Okay. Sometimes it does. I know a lot of police officers or prior police officers who will tell me that, who, who have told me that. Like I used to be a cop. My life got so fucked up. I almost got a divorce or I did get a divorce. I left the job and my life is fucking 10 times better. So for some people, that's the answer. But you can't be getting like, don't get so defensive in your back against the wall with the one person who's had your back. The one person who has pressed your uniforms, shined your shoes, packed your lunches, answered the phone when they were in dead asleep, spent how many nights, countless nights, what you don't understand is tossing and turning and not sleeping for shit because you're not in bed and you got called out or you got ex- you got extended. They have no idea when you're coming home. They don't want to ask you many questions. They have to attend every fucking family function all by themselves. They're essentially raising kids all by themselves. Like you, you can't get mad. How, how can you get mad at them? You know, and I just see it so much. I see, I see a lot of cops, you know, patients wearing so thin on the one person that it just shouldn't be the one person who's your rock. And so I want you to take a look at that. So that's that's my message to my sheepdogs is I want you to take a look at that. And I want you to like really ask yourself. And if you are, change it now. Change it today. Change it. And if you aren't, bravo. Then I bet your relationships kick ass. But if you are, start making changes today. Have conversations. Just start talking. Opening up your mouth and just having real conversations is going to change your relationship instantly in the biggest and best way you could ever imagine. I hope this was an insightful episode. Uh, As always, stay tuned. Um, This week, I'm going to be dropping a couple more, one on Wednesday, one on Friday. Um, And um, yeah, if you are brand new to me, come hang out with me on Instagram at the lady sheepdog. Uh, We have a private Facebook group. It's not really popping in there. I really hang out on um, Instagram, but you're more than welcome to join. It's called the Sheepdog Nation podcast Facebook group. Come join us. Sheepdog Nation. I'll see you next time. And that was another episode of Sheepdog Nation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know by giving us a rating. If you have questions that you want answered by Autumn in the podcast, submit it by going to the link in the show notes. As always, stay safe and watch your six.